This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. Father, we want to appreciate you. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. Uh, Lord, as we look into your word of life today, Jehovah, we ask that you speak to us. Uh, we don't just want to hear man. I don't even want to hear myself. Uh, but Lord, let your spirit take preeminence and speak through me and speak to our hearts in the name of Jesus. At the end of it, O oh Lord, let us all have one testimony that we have heard from you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, over time now, we've been talking about uh, the sound of abundance. How many people remember that? Uh, Anybody experienced some abundance yet? Uh, I have experienced abundance, and I pray that abundance will be your portion in the name of Jesus. We've talked about the siege is over. We talked about open heavens, and this month, our theme of the month is blessed. Somebody say, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Listen, one of the things I have found is it is possible for you to be speaking the same language with someone, but you are not communicating with that person. Communication is when you are able to pass across information and that information is understood and acted upon. I'll give you a a, a brief example. A few years ago, I I, I went to the Northeast for our national convention, and uh, I was flying back. So I got to D.C., and it happened that my flight has been canceled. Anyway, I was going to sleep over that I didn't plan for. So I have a a friend in the area. So I call him up. I say, I'm in your neighborhood and I'm going to be sleeping overnight. Can you pick me up at the airport, please? He said, absolutely. You know, first of all, praise me by those names you don't know. (laughs) You know, so then he came. He got to the airport, and he called me and said, oh, I'm by this. I said, oh, yeah, good, good, good. I am by this. Why don't you meet me there? You know, we're trying to communicate and let each other know how to find each other. After about one hour, that we couldn't find ourselves. I'm in the upper level. Okay, I'm in the upper level. I'm wearing green. I'm wearing brown. After about one hour, the guy asked me, which airport are you at? (laughs) He was at BWI. I was at Dulles Airport. We were speaking the same. I mean, we understood each other. We were not speaking English. We were speaking my native tongue. So there was no confusion about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, so because you know English is not my first language, so that could have been confusing, but that, it wasn't the case. So is it, is, it's possible that you are speaking the same language, but you are not communicating with one another. So when we say blessed, people have different perception of blessed. If I say, God, we bless you. The reason you say amen so fervently is because you are thinking about the money you need, and you are thinking about the house notes, whatever. But so that we all are on the same page, I want to kind of unfold what blessing is. Amen? So that we have the same understanding. So when I say 
I'm blessed. You know what I'm talking about. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. I want to remind you of something. Uh, I've not talked about it much, but the background for this year, the background scripture that God gave me for this year, you will find in Revelations 22 verse 2. And I want you to have these things at the back of your mind. You know, uh, co-pastor told us something earlier that the final authority is the scriptures, right? The Bible, you know. So whatever the Bible says about me, that is who I am, yes? So very important. So Revelations chapter 22 verse 2, it says right, right down the middle of the street. That's the continuation of the previous thing. But let's continue. It says the tree of life was planted on each side of the river. Watch this now. Producing 12 kinds of fruit. A ripe fruit each month. There is a ripe fruit for you each month of this year. In the name of Jesus. It means there's something uniquely prepared and packaged for you this month, uh, this year. Every month, there is a new one that God is putting together for you. I believe it for myself. I claim it every day. I claim it every time that there is something new that God is working out for me this month in the name of Jesus. It says the leaves of the tree are for healing the nations. Our scripture for the month of March is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. And I'm reading the NIV translation. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. It says, and God is able to bless you. <laughs> Abundantly. So that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Amen. This scripture does not need uh, uh, breaking down. It speaks for itself. But when you read it from the Message Bible, you get another glimpse to what the scripture is saying. 2 Corinthians 9, 8, the Message Bible. It said, God can pour on the blessings in astonishing ways. So that you are ready for anything and everything. More than just to do what needs to be done, as one psalmist put it. That's not in my Bible, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, my mind ends with needs to be done. Hallelujah. What is the scripture saying? It's saying God will bless you in astonishing ways. To be astonished means to be bewildered. It means to be amazed. It means to be shocked. It means the things that God will do will be shocking even to yourself. In the name of Jesus. I listened to Pastor Cole's uh, message from last Sunday on Friday. Great word. Great word. That was an awesome word. And I summarized that message in one sentence. So that you can be reminded of what was said. This is how I summarize the message. You are not suffering because of your sin. Rather, your suffering is causing you to sin. Why? Because when things are not going well, we tend to speak garbage. 
we tend to say things that they make sense to us, but when you look at it in the light of scripture and in the light of faith, it's rubbish. And that is when individuals begin to walk in error. So, and that forms a very good background for what we're talking about today. The great evangelist uh, Smith Wigglesworth said, I am not moved by what I see. So my situation may look funny. My situation may not reflect the scripture that I'm quoting. He said, I am not moved by what I see. I am not moved by what I feel. I am only moved by what I believe. So my question to you this morning is, what do you believe? Everybody believes something. No? Oh, everybody believes something. There's nobody that is without a belief. Everybody has opinion. Everybody is moved by something. What are your values? What is driving your life? What uh, uh, Wigglesworth is saying is, I'm not moved by what I see and what I feel. But I go to the word of God, and what I receive from scriptures is what leads my life. Through Jesus Christ, we have access to power and the promises of God. There's a scripture, Ephesians 3.6, Ephesians 3.6. It says, this is God's plan. Somebody say, this is God's plan. God's plan. Praise the Lord. You know, I love scriptures. You know, I can tell you stories. I can say a number of things. But when we read the Bible and the Bible speaks, it's important we pay attention. It says, this is God's plan. God's plan for you, God's plan for me. This is God's plan. It says, both Gentiles and Jews who believe what? Who believe what? Who believe the good news. Share equally. In the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body. And both enjoy the promise of what? Of blessings. Because they belong to Christ. How many people here belong to Christ? Oh. So, if I belong to Christ, I have access. Somebody say, I have access. I have a right to the inheritance that is in Christ Jesus. I have a right to the blessings that God has promised. I'm going somewhere, just laying foundation so that when we land, we land very well. Amen? His plan for you and I is for us to enter into and maximally benefit from his great riches. Jeremiah 29, 11. Say, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. Whatever it is I am going through in the moment is not a reflection of where God is taking me. Oh, there was a time I was so broke and busted. I'm telling you the honest truth. But you couldn't tell from the way I lived my life. You know, some people, once problem, you know, it's like once katakata bust, once problem has landed, you, you just take a good look at them, you know, ah, the devil got him or got her. Praise. Well, maybe you could tell because I was losing weight without explanation. But, but here's the thing. It doesn't matter where 
I am or what I am experiencing, what I am feeling, it doesn't change who I am in Christ Jesus. That's the point I'm trying to make to us today. You know, who I am in Christ is who God says I am. If he says I'm blessed, I'm blessed. If he says I'm rich, I'm rich. If he says I'm healthy, I'm healthy. Even though I'm feeling pain, the Bible says I am well. It is well with me. It says I am healed. I am healed. I believe God over my experience. I believe God over my experience. So the choice is ours. Whatever we want to do, whatever we want to believe, God has revealed his plan to us. The, the next thing for us to do is to just follow his plan. Romans chapter 15, verse 29, is one scripture that I've had in the corner of my heart for a very, very long time. Love it. Listen. It says, I know. Somebody say, I know. I know. Some people know a lot of things. They just know the wrong things. Amen? Don't let me go there. Some people will throw rocks at me if I say this. All the soccer people. I wanted to go and talk about soccer and basketball. But you know what I will have said, yes? Without me saying it. <laughs> you know a lot of things. You just know the wrong stuff. What does God say about you? Do you believe what God says about you? Some people can give you analysis of games and make predictions and it will come to pass. Because they have studied those teams. They know the team members. They say if they play this guy and play this strategy and all of those things. And if they do that, the team will win. They are not part of the coaching team. But they know. How much of... <laughs> I didn't mention Nemo. I don't want any rock in my direction. <laughs> but watch this. What the Bible says... The word of God is law. He's not man that he will lie, neither the son of man that will repent of what he has said. If God has said it, that settles it. It is done. Why? He is God all by himself. Watch. He said, I know that when I come to you, I will come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. Keywords here. Keywords. Full. And blessing. When you read that in King James, this is how the King James renders it. It says, and I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. <laughs> I will come in what? The fullness of the blessings of Christ. That automatically tells you that there can be full blessing, there can be half full blessing, there can be a third full blessing, there can be a quarter, two thirds, it, it can range. But he's saying, when I come, I will come to you in the fullness of the blessing. What does fullness mean? It means full. <laughs> it means full. When it's full, it's full. Amen? When it is full, it is in the highest level or state of being filled. It leaves no vacant space. It means nothing missing, nothing broken. Everything is intact. Everything is together. It is full. It is full. When it is full, 
It means it has risen beyond. So if you fill a cup, you fill it halfway. Now you fill it full. It's, flow, it's full, it's overflowing. It means it has gone beyond the previous limits. Amen. So if you are making progress little by little, when your blessing comes in full, it means it can be improved upon. God has done everything well for you. Full. We're talking about fullness. Fullness also means without measure. It is filled to capacity. It is filled to capacity. Let's jump quickly to blessing. What then is blessing? I think when we say full, everybody has the concept of full. You know, what I just did now was just demonstration. You know what full is. But the real question is, what is blessing? Say, I will come in the fullness of the blessing. Do you know that the first words of God to the animals he created and to the humans he created was a blessing? Genesis chapter 1 verse 22. Genesis 1, 22. Say, then God blessed them, saying, be fruitful, multiply, let the fishes fill the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. Verse 28. Then God said to them, the them here is the humans he has created. And then God blessed them and did what? And said, be fruitful, multiply, and so on and so forth. Amen? What is the blessing? What I want to tell you today is that blessing is not just stuff. When we talk about blessing in the church, the first thing that comes to mind is stuff. Car, house, money, clothing, all of which I love. There's nothing I've mentioned now that I don't like. I like money. I like dressing well. This is all right. It can be better, but it's all right. This emergency, I just came early morning, just slapped something together, but still okay, you know. But watch this. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, I implore you, when you read scripture, read slowly. Don't be so fast. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Here's how it reads. It says, the blessing of the Lord makes a person rich. The blessing of the Lord makes a person what? Rich. And he adds no sorrow unto it. So you are not blessed because you are rich. You are rich because you are blessed. Blessing, from what the scripture just showed us, Blessing creates riches. The output of blessing is riches. It's wealth. You know, but riches is not the definition of blessing. It's not the definition of blessing. Riches, a blessing, makes rich. It makes you rich. It manufactures and creates something. That is what it means to make. If you say you make something, to make something is to manufacture or create it. So blessing will create wealth in your life. Blessing will create riches in your life. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18, 
He says, remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful, to make wealth in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors. The old King James reads it like this. The old King James says, but, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. To get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers, as it is this day. The covenant he had with their fathers is a blessing. So blessing is what is going to produce the riches and the wealth in your life. Let's just do a, a little word study. You know, because you have to remember, the Bible was not written in English, yes? In fact, it's written in like at least three languages. Aramaic, Hebrew, and Greek. But what we are reading now is a, the Old Testament, majority is written in Hebrew. The word to be or to get or to make is the word the word that is translated that, it means to make. It means to do. It means to accomplish. It means to advance. It means to appoint. And it means, guess what? To become. To become. When you are blessed, the blessing of the Lord upon your life is going to transform your life from one state to another. So instead of seeking riches, seek the blessing. Amen. What people are seeking is, God, give me money. Give me money. If you are blessed, money is a byproduct of your life. One way or another, it's going to happen for you. Now, praise the Lord. This word, the word to get, to, to, is the one that gives you power to get wealth. And the one we read in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, that says the blessings of the Lord makes rich to make the same scripture, the same word, is closed in the Hebrew language. So when he's saying he's the one that gives you power to get wealth, and he says he's the one that makes you to make riches, is the same word that the scripture is talking about there. So it, is, it then becomes important that you and I will focus on the right thing, which is what? The blessing. So the blessing of the Lord will cause you to become. So when you seek the blessing and you have the blessing, the blessing will manufacture and produce all those other things that you desire from God. Let me give you a good example, I think, about this. In Genesis, Genesis 25, about the fifth verse, the Bible says that Abraham, when he was going to die, before he died, Everything he had, he gave to his son Isaac. Remember, the scripture tells us how blessed, how rich, how wealthy, how, I mean, the, the Bible says God had given Abraham tons of cattle. He had plenty land. He had everything in excess. So everything he had, he gave to his son Isaac. And in addition, he blessed his son Isaac. I'm going somewhere. 
by Genesis 26, everything he gave Isaac, Isaac had lost because of the famine. When you get to Genesis chapter 26, Isaac is traveling from place to place because there's famine and he's hungry and he's broke. In spite of everything the father gave him. Maybe we should read. Because the way you are looking at me is, ah, pastor, calm down now. <laughs> Genesis chapter 25, verse 5. It says, Abraham gave everything he owned to his son Isaac. So, what would we call Isaac? Rich, wealthy, prosperous. He had plenty of stuff, right? But then, by the time you get to Genesis chapter 26, the Bible says a famine hit the land. Amen? Everything, yeah. let's read from verse 1. Let's read from verse 1. It says, a severe famine now struck the land, as ha- had happened before in Abraham's side. So Isaac moved to Gerah, where Abimelech, king of Philistines, lived. Let's continue. Said, the Lord appeared to Isaac and said to him, do not go down to Egypt. But as I tell, do as I tell you, amen, verse 3, live here as a foreigner in this land, amen, and I will be with you, and what? You are broke, you are busted, you are looking for, because you remember what daddy did. In the time of famine, daddy went to Egypt. So it's following in daddy's example, but God says, stop, stop, you stay where you are, and the blessing will produce for you. Your blessing is not tied to a location. Right there where you are, God can cause all things to work together for your good. And tie everything, wrap it together, tie it up with a bow on top, and give it to you. Hallelujah. He said, don't go wandering. Don't be like your father. You are not a wanderer. You are a blessed man. You are a blessed man. And he stayed. And the little he planted. Remember, famine. Famine. In the time of famine, he planted, the Bible says, in the same year. Not the following year. In the same year. Meaning the famine was still strong in the land. In that time of famine, what he sold, he reaped a hundredfold return. The Bible says, he that observes the way will not sow. If he has said, ah, this is not a good time. Ah, this is, uh, things are terrible. They're very terrible. It's because you are listening to CNN. If you say it's terrible, it will be terrible. Oh, not for you, but please be careful what you say. I don't want to like to say negative things to you. Because there's power in words. Amen? What you say is what you will have. You can say, in spite of the way things are, I am lifted. I am blessed. Therefore, I have all things. I am not lacking. God is meeting my needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. Do you know I know what I want to say. <laughs> but we are streaming. No, no, it's not your bad deal. We're streaming. 
you know. And I know, let me just leave it. Just know that it's because of streaming, I couldn't say. Maybe when we finish, you just close it, and then I'll tell you quickly. You, you see what I'm saying? Be, it was the blessing that ultimately provided for him. Because the family ate up all he had. If you are focused on money, it just takes one disaster. There's a terrible story I had many years ago of a man. He, I mean, he pretty much owned all the houses on a strip. On a strip. He owned, and that's where he had invested money. Every, literally every house there. Then there was an earthquake. Get where the fault line was. Right there on that street, it destroyed all of his houses. It was like Joe. Just one day, one incident ate up everything. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at you. If you are blessed, you are blessed. If you are blessed, you are blessed. We had an experience a few years ago. Pastor Bode is a witness because we were talking behind ah, what's going to happen? How will this happen? How will this go? How, what, what's going to happen? You know, everybody's leaving. Well, how, what are we going to do? But we're a blessed church. Amen. The blessing rearranged everything and pulled everything together and we look back, it's like nothing happened. In fact, it's better now than before. The blessing, somebody said the blessing. The blessing is the unction, the anointing, the declaration of the word of God upon your life. The promises that are in Christ Jesus, unchangeable, unchangeable, undestroyable, those things in Christ is what you need. Excuse me, if you like, work long hours. Nobody, and I mean nobody, nobody has become a billionaire by working hard. Ideas is what you need. Ideas. We went to, we were in Atlanta last weekend. My friend and I were driving and I saw a huge crowd somewhere. Guess what it was? It was a dog park. The park was filled. There was a lot of people outside waiting to get into the park. There's a long line on the sign-up for membership. All they were doing was they sat down and the dogs are running around. How, how hard is that? There's no training. There's no nothing. You are responsible if your dog bites another dog and it's between you. God will, the blessing will Give you ideas. Ideas. I see people running helter-skelter with all of your helter-skelter. Have you built anything in the moon? Go and sit down somewhere. Let God lead you. You need rest. You need a break in your life. You need a break. Nobody, by doing double and triple shift, has ever become a millionaire. Nobody. Nobody. Die, you do. <laughs> when the tax season comes, you will understand. <laughs> Amen? What you need 
is the blessing. What you need is the blessing. Do you know, do you know when it came time for Isaac and Jacob, Isaac did not give Jacob a dime. Go and read scripture. He sent him off with a blessing. He laid hands on him, he prayed for him, and sent him forth. Even though the uncle Laban cheated him, changed his salary, did all of that, at the end of the day, God gave him an idea. God gave him an idea. He said, uncle, I respect you, I love you very much, but I'm leaving. He said, don't leave. Mention your wage. All of that, then after I said, you know what, uncle? Here's what we're going to do. All the speckled animals, they will be mine. The plain one will be yours. He said, oh, he said okay, that's, that's fair enough. You know, the uncle looked at the physical like many people. That's the problem with us. The Bible says the just shall live by his faith. But too many of us, you have become look man. Look man. Just looking, 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 looking. Instead of praying. Let God speak to you. Jacob said to his uncle, he said, uncle, the speckle. He said, ah. Uncle looked at his, ah, there's no calculation that uh, speckled would do well. From that moment, all the animals were given back to speckled. Hey. Then he came by, he said, oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't like this arrangement. I will take the speckled, you will take the place. He said, that's okay, uncle. Someone say, blessed. Bless. Someone say, blessed. Bless. Are you blessed? He said, oh, let's flip it. We flip it. The speckled will be mine and the plane will be yours. From that moment, all the animals they were giving back, plane. <laughs> At that point, he gave up. What am I saying to you? What you have is bigger than what you're running after. Watch. Watch. The Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. What you are running after is small to what you already have. Some people party all night in the morning, they can't pray. In the morning, they can't come to church. In the morning, they can't. They, they are missing out on the real thing. The real meat. The real meat that will fill and satisfy. Do you know money is going to fill? That's what scripture says. He said, money, it will fail. And then he said to those that are blessed, he said, come and buy with no money. Somebody say, blessed. Somebody say, I am blessed. I am the blessed of the Lord. Why don't you rise to your feet? Lift up. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.